Hello, sports fans, and welcome to another edition of Yesterday Sports on the Sports History Network. And make sure to check out sportshistorynetwork.com slash giveaways. I have two signed books I'm giving away. One is titled No Nonsense Old School Weight Training, and the other is Reliving 1970s Old School Football. Do you have an inquisitive mind when you're watching a ball game? Well, let's talk about that a little bit. In particular, the history of the numbers on the baseball uniform, shall we? The numbers are commonplace now, but it always wasn't that way. Let's find out the history of numbers on the baseball uniform coming up in just a moment. My name's Darren Hayes, and I know you've heard me on the Pigskin Dispatch talking about football history for years. Well, now I'm on a new mission, a quest to find sports history in other sports as well as football by learning through the jerseys and the apparel and the gear that the players wore and the franchises supplied their teams. It's an educational trip, and I'm taking you with me day by day, player by player, uniform by uniform, the Sports Jersey Dispatch. This podcast is part of the Sports History Network, your headquarters for the yesteryear of your favorite sport. You can learn more at sportshistorynetwork.com. Hello, my sporting friends. This is Darren Hayes of the Sports Jersey Dispatch. Welcome once again to the Pigpen, your portal to all things good in the uniforms of the great players of the great games we love in team sports. And we have a really interesting one we're going to talk about today. This is a post that I did a while ago, but I haven't done a podcast on it. And that is that you know baseball and it's the numbers that are worn in baseball. Now, baseball is truly a game of numbers and statistics, and perhaps more so than any other athletic conquest on the, any place in history on this planet. And even the players are known by numbers historically. Any great fan of baseball will tell you that Babe Ruth was number three, Jackie Robinson, 42, and Derek Jeter was number two. And baseball wasn't known to be the first to wear digits on their persons as unique identifiers, but they are definitely made their mark in the use of numbered jerseys. Now, hockey and football leads to the sports world in the use of integers. But the history of the baseball uniform numbers is rumors to have started in the 19th century. But no one knows for sure about that, but there's not a lot of evidence to prove it. But the first documented acknowledgement of a player sporting a number in pro baseball is from 1907, according to the Baseball Hall of Fame website. Here's what the Hall of Fame says, and I quote from their website. Alfred Lawson, manager of the Reading, Pennsylvania Red Roses of the Atlantic League, decided to number his club's uniforms. He did so in an effort to help fans identify the players. The plan was a sound one, but it is unknown if the club ever took the field wearing numbered jerseys, unquote. Yeah, in the first photographic evidence of a player wearing a number on the diamond came from the 1909, and in particular, a Cuban player, Jose Mendez of the Chicago Daily Newspaper. His picture was in there, and Mendez was an integral member of the Cuban Baseball Hall of Fame. He wore the number 12 in a photo in that great shot on the Chicago Daily Times newspaper pages. Now, a hardball milestone was reached on June 16, 
1916. The Cleveland Indians became the first major league club to put a number on every baseball team member. The numerals were large enough to see from a distance, but they were not where one would expect to see them. The Cleveland squad had them put on their left sleeves to denote who was who to the fans. The experimentation with jersey numbers lasted only about two weeks that year, and the Indians tried it again the following year, but soon abandoned the idea. And the Hall of Fame suggests, though, that scorecards were made then with the players' names associated with their number. And this could have been the genesis of the game day programs that we know today. Now, the St. Louis Cardinals and their manager, Branch Rickey, picked up the practice of numbers on the sleeve due to the urging of a local sports writer, John Sheridan. And the legendary manager described the feeling of the number-wearing years later in 1962 in an interview, according to the Hall of Fame. And they say, quote, ridicule followed throughout the country, press-wise and otherwise. More particularly, the players were subjected to field criticism from the stands and especially from opposing players. The effect upon a team was bad as it busted up the team morale or spirit completely. They didn't want to show themselves on the field. Because of the continuing embarrassment to the players, the numbers were removed." The Negro Leagues, Indianapolis ABCs, and the San Antonio Bears of the Texas League used numbered sleeves as well. But the Indians were the pioneers in the numbered jerseys again in 1929 when they became the first to display the numbers on the players' backs. The Cleveland club beat the defending New York Yankees to punch as their initial game of April of 1929 was canceled due to poor weather and the Indian fans got their contest in. The player numerals showed that upon their front jerseys for the initial game in 1951 when the International League's Springfield Cubs put the practice into gameplay. Rear side numbers have been used by every club since the 1930s and the frontal integers have also been displayed by most since the mid-century. The first number that was ever retired in baseball was by the New York Yankees, Lou Gehrig's jersey number four, on June 19, 1939, after the legendary player had passed away. A little over 100 numbers have been retired since then, and a total amongst all the Major League Baseball teams is, uh, you know, the Yankees with a whole bunch of them. They're not the ones that have 100 of them, but they have the most in Major League Baseball. And where would we be without the baseball jersey numbers and their importance? Well, I'm glad that we don't know, have to know that answer. Because you imagine how confusing that would be to watch a game like they did over 100 years ago when the players weren't wearing numbers. You know, you'd see your favorite player up the bat and you're up at high in the stands. Can you really tell that it's him? But having those numbers, it sure makes it identifiable. And it sure makes it a lot of fun to support your local players in all sports. And so we're glad that they all have numbers and that they're all identified by the numbers. And they, a lot of them take the pride in their numbers, too. And like we said, there's just some iconic numbers, especially in a game of baseball. And you never want to see that slip away again of having unmarked uniforms with only the logos. So that's the history of the numbers on baseball uniforms. We hope you've enjoyed this, and we hope you'll tune back next time as we talk some more sports history with the numbers and the jerseys that the players wore. And so until next time that you hear from us, have a great sports history day. Sorry, but my pitching coach just called timeout, and he's coming out to the mound. I think I'm going to get yanked for a reliever. We'll see you back tomorrow for some more great sports history on Sports Jersey Dispatch Podcast.
We invite you to check out our websites, jerseydispatch.com and pigskindispatch.com, not only see the daily sports history, but to experience the preservation of great events and people that play the games. Find us on Pigskin Dispatch. It's also on social media outlets of Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and don't forget the Pigskin Dispatch YouTube channel to get all your daily sports history. Pigskin Dispatch is happy to be associated with the Sports History Network, the sports headquarters of yesteryear, found at sportshistorynetwork.com. This podcast is part of the Sports History Network, your headquarters for the yesteryear of your favorite sport. You can learn more at sportshistorynetwork.com. Hey there, Sports History fan. This is Arnie Chapman, a.k.a. the Football History Dude, and I wanted to thank you for stopping by to listen to another episode here on the Sports History Network. Our podcasters are passionate about uncovering and sharing sports stories from yesteryear. And if you didn't know it already, we have over 30 shows across the network covering all sorts of sports history topics. In fact, here's a glimpse into one of our awesome podcasts here on the network. Each week, the official Football Learning Academy podcast will take you deep into the history of pro football through interviews with players, coaches, or administrators in the NFL, as well as interviews with Pro Football Hall of Fame selectors, authors, and historians, You'll learn how the game evolved and important moments that shaped the sport into what it is today. And don't miss the Pro Football History Nugget of the Week. Listen to the official Football Learning Academy podcast on the Sports History Network. How about that? I bet you're super hyped to go listen to that new podcast, right? Well, to learn about this show and all the other podcasts on the network, head over to sportshistorynetwork.com forward slash podcast. Again, that's sportshistorynetwork.com forward slash podcast. Head over there today to find your next favorite sports history podcast.